0: The importance of sleep on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. Honored this week on the podcast to be joined by Dr. George Sanders, uh, ACBC certified counselor and a board certified medical doctor in Southern California. We are happy to have you here, Dr. Sanders, and to talk about a very important topic that I bet a lot of people don't realize is as important as it is, and it's the topic of sleep and the importance of getting a good night's sleep. Why is it important for somebody to do that?
1: Thank you, Heath. Uh- it's always a pleasure to be with you. You know, they say that the world is run by tired men uh, and, and women, so I suspect that, uh, that they need to be listening this morning. Uh, why is sleep important? Well, for one thing, it allows us to repair and revitalize our bodies. Uh, in our brains, there's a substance called adenosine. Uh, and when that substance is charged up, it becomes ATP, which is the energy molecule that our brain uses. Uh, as we are uh, growing tired as the day passes, More and more adenosine is accumulating in our brain and sleep allows us to recharge that into ATP and that sort of clears away the fog uh, in our brain. So that's an adenosine fog that you're experiencing as you uh, grow tired as the day passes. Mm. Uh, Also growth hormone is produced uh, at night when we're sleeping uh, so that uh, our mothers probably knew what they were talking about when they said if you don't sleep it'll stunt your growth. (laughs) Also uh, sleep prevents and heals diseases. Uh, If you sleep Under six hours a night, you are four and a half times more likely to come down with a cold uh, in a particular week than someone who sleeps over seven hours. It also, someone sleeping under six hours has an increased mortality over someone who is uh, greater than someone who is sleeping seven hours or more. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we recognize the sovereignty of God in that, but just uh, in terms of what science tells us, these things are true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, sleep aids in memory and learning. It used to be thought that uh, that our brain cells, our neurons, really didn't change much as the years went by, but we now know that's not true. They change significantly. Their connections change, uh, and sleep aids in that process, and that particular process is very important for memory, for learning. So for all those reasons, sleep is vitally important. In fact, if you do not sleep as a a human,
0: you will die. Mm. That important. It's so important. We need it. But a lot of people don't get it. Why is it that so many people don't get a good night's rest?
1: There are six major sleep disorders that, uh, that we can characterize. Uh, the most uh, common is insomnia. Insomnia is when you can't fall asleep or when you can't stay asleep, either waking up in the middle of the night or you can't uh, uh, sleep late enough in the morning to get an adequate amount of refreshment. Uh, also, there is sleep apnea where you will awaken hundreds of times per night uh, Mm. because you're basically stopping breathing. Mm. Uh, So even though you may stay in bed 10 hours, you're not getting uh, an adequate amount of quality sleep. So it's Mm. not only quantity, but it's also quality of sleep. There's also restless leg syndrome where your legs are either – painful at night and you move them around, that makes them feel a bit better, or you just lie down at night and your, your legs uh, feel like they need to need to move. Mm. And that can be very disruptive to your sleep as well as to the sleep of the person who happens to be next to you. There are circadian rhythm disorders, uh, things that have to do with your body's internal clocks, Say if you're alternating working nights and working days, uh, or if you're traveling to a different time zone, that's going to uh, foul up your sleep as well. And there are things called parasomnias, things like sleepwalking, sleep talking, or, or even bedwetting. And the sixth major category is narcolepsy, and that doesn't have to do with uh, not enough sleep, it's actually too much sleep, you're yeah. sleepy during the day. So all of these six categories are, are categories in which uh, people are, are having problems with their sleep. Insomnia, about uh, 60% of people have insomnia to some degree. Hmm about 10% with sleep apnea, and about 10% with restless leg syndrome. So you can see as you start to add up those numbers, you've got a very, very significant part of the population of this country who are having sleep problems.
0: So we want to address those problems. There's people listening to this right now who have sleep problems. What would we say as people who are committed to the scriptures, uh, what would we offer someone with sleep problems that's better than they could get somewhere else? Well, those sleep disorders that we spoke about, uh, sleep apnea,
1: you treat that with a with a mask. Restless leg syndrome, uh, narcolepsy, you treat with medication. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to insomnia, insomnia is really the, the area where both secular uh, psychologists, uh, where biblical counselors tend to focus. Mm-hmm. And the major cause of insomnia is stress and worry. Yeah. Now, if you were a secular counselor, you would... Uh, or a secular physician, you might say, okay, well, this person needs to be on sleeping medication. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they would send the person for cognitive behavioral therapy for treatment of insomnia, yeah. CBTI. Uh, those are both popular, and they, they work to some degree. But as biblical, biblical counselors, we have a great deal more to offer. Mm-hmm. We have something that I, I like to call biblical sleep therapy. It, it's okay. not uh, so much a program as it is a worldview, if you will. It's a way of life for a believer. Mm. And it would involve a, a series of four things. First of all, you need to have a biblical mindset. Uh, you need to seek wisdom, God's wisdom, which is found ultimately in Christ and uh, contained within Scripture. You need to guard your thought life. Uh, stay away from the violent movies, from things mm. that are going to produce uh, troubling thoughts. Uh, you need to pray in a grateful way. Uh, Philippians 4.6 promises that if we're, that tells us that we're to be anxious for nothing and mm. everything with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God and that God will guard your mind. Uh, he will basically take away your anxiety, mm. uh, which is certainly going to produce sleep. So a biblical mindset, also a fear of God, uh, an awe of God. God is on the throne, and if God is on the throne, and if he is in control of all things, then why are we anxious about it? Uh, The third one would be obedience, Mm -hmm. Uh, obedience to the Scripture. We have a conscience, and our conscience is an active force in our lives. If we are disobedient, we're going to be troubled by our conscience, and a troubling conscience is certainly an impediment to a sound night's sleep. Fourthly, we need to be content. We need to be content. We shouldn't covet what another person has. We shouldn't lust for things that we don't have, wish for things that are not ours. God will provide what we need. And if you combine those four things, you're going to have what I like to call biblical sleep therapy. Mm. But if you read the Psalms, many times the psalmist is not sleeping at night. Mm -hmm. But what does the psalmist say? Oh, my goodness gracious, this is a terrible thing. The psalmist (laughs) says this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for examination, for me to look at my own life, to look at my heart, am I right before the Lord? Uh, The psalmist says, try me, O Lord, and know me. You know my secret faults. Point these things out to me. Also, uh, you would want to take time for meditation, meditation on the scripture. Night, it's quiet. There's no one else around. What a wonderful opportunity to meditate on scripture. And perhaps you've read something before you went to bed that night. In scripture, a great opportunity to meditate upon it. And also a wonderful opportunity for prayer, both for yourself as well as for others. So if you find yourself having gone through a sleepless night, or at least a night without adequate refreshment, you're going to say, you know, that night was not wasted. Mm. I was able to profit from it. So if you combine those four things and then understand that even if we're not sleeping well, that there is profit to be had from it. And in fact, the psalmist often speaks of how God held his eyes open Mm. so that, He would have opportunity to examine, to meditate, to pray. Uh, Then we have a very powerful, very powerful weapon
0: in our in our arsenal as we would seek to comfort those Christians who are having difficulty with sleep. I am so encouraged to hear you say that because it just underlines that even one of those problems that is common to all man. And probably a lot of people laid in bed last night and they just thought, oh, there's nothing to be done. I am so thankful for uh, the wisdom of Scripture that, hey, the the Bible has stuff to say about your sleep. That's just so encouraging. We're glad you're here with us. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about our ministry, you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.